Okay, here we go. Looks like we're going to be able to do this after all. Yeah, we're live. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger from dansfish.com. I'm glad to be with you on another Wednesday at 7 p.m. We do this every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Always glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks so much. Um, I'm pretty excited. We've got some cool stuff going tonight. I've I finally placed another big order. It's been a little while. I've been kind of preoccupied with uh, trying to, you know, meet with investors and raise money for the expansion of my business here. And so I finally placed that. So I'll show you what all that is. Um, I have a, a shipping story to tell you about this week as well. And then we have the giveaway. So we'll get into all that in just a moment. Before we do, though, I hope you'll indulge me. I was speaking with um, HC Aqua, and we think there might just might be a way to get Nightbot to work um, on our drawing tonight, on the giveaway tonight. But it looks like the only way I can get it to work is if I actually um, actually set it up while we're live. So if you'll be patient for half a minute here. I'm going to set this up, okay, and see if I can make Nightbot part of the channel, okay, and see if that allows me to do a giveaway. I still not, still not doing it. Oh, join channel. It didn't join. Okay, hang on, hang on. I might have forgotten to press save, which would be just like me save. Okay. Now let's try it. Okay, just a minute. Sorry, this is the only way I think I'll be able to do this is if I do it right here live. So it's just going to take a minute. But it'll be worth it if I can get it set up. Poor Skipper's Aquariums will have a break. Okay, here we are. Okay, did that. And so it should hopefully, it's Nightbot showing up in here. Nightbot's now a moderator. But I don't see it linked up. Oh wait, there we go. There's some stuff happening. I'm gonna let it roll and see what happens if I just leave it there. And later on when we're ready to do the drawing, I'll see if it collected, if it, it knows how to do that. Otherwise, um, otherwise we'll rely on Skipper's Aquariums to do that. Skipper's, you here? Hey, Lumpy Dog, good to see you. So glad you made it, man. Good to have you back. Lumpy Dog, keeping the chat lively. Skipper's Aquariums, there you go. All right, Skipper's Aquariums, um, looks like you're on again tonight. Um, We'll see how Nightbot behaves. We'll do a test on that later and see if we can get it to work. But be ready just in case, if you would. And thanks again for doing that. Okay, there's Aquatics. Hello, Bob. Thank you so much for being here. Candy Overhauls made it. Hey, Candy. Good to see you. <laughs> and um, we might be seeing 54 punching a bit. Okay, sorry about that. Just had to um, test Nightbot out and apparently... From some information I've got, if I set it up while we're live, maybe 
maybe, just maybe it'll work. So the first thing I'm going to do tonight is show you the fish that we're giving away. I took this video about 10 minutes ago. So let me share it with you. These are turquoise guppies. They're not just any turquoise guppies. Okay, here we go. So here's, here's the video. So I, I started on the top just because they absolutely glow from the top. But they're, they're not bad uh, underneath the water either. You'll see them from the side in just a second here. So the thing I like about this batch, the, the same as the other one that did so well, is out of a couple hundred fish, I think I saw one with a tiny bit of red on it. Just one. Um, unfortunately, underwater here, the blue's not catching up on camera so good, but they're a really bright, iridescent, beautiful blue in person. Um, again, I just took this video like a few minutes ago. If I would have known that, I would have taken it from in front of the aquarium instead of underneath because I think it's the angle. If you look down, the ones down further, those are showing some nice blue, but the ones up higher, oh, there we go. How fortunate. <laughs> Don't show it as much. But anyway, what I like about them is very little red. Uh, a lot of times in turquoise glue, <laughs> blue, <laughs> blue guppy strains, you'll get a ton of red creeping in which is the bane of all blue guppy breeders because red is dominant. And so it's hard to get rid of. Um, so I like this strain. I, I got the same strain from the same person, oh, several months ago. And everyone that got them seemed to absolutely love them. So I got another batch uh, just because it's, it's a good, good group of, of turquoise blue. So we'll be sending you three pairs of those. Um, I normally sell those for 19 bucks a pair, so a pretty good deal. I'll also be sending you two massive clumps of Java moss. This is going to be enough Java moss to cover half the bottom of a 75-gallon aquarium. So before I grab it, it'll be that. Once I pack it, it'll, it'll be a lot smaller and compact. So it won't look like that much, but that's what it's going to start as, about half of a 75-gallon aquarium covered on the bottom. So it's a good amount. So I'll send you that along with three pairs of guppies. Um, and to enter the drawing or the giveaway, I suppose, um, leave hashtag my mods are great. That's the hashtag to enter tonight. If you leave hashtag my mods are great in a comment here, then um, Skipper's Aquariums will keep track of that and let us know who the winner is at the end. So this is interesting. So let me, in a minute, I'm going to show you what I, what I ordered for next week, but I see HC Aqua here. Hey, HC Aqua, here's what I'm seeing on Nightbot. Let me just show you this because I know you got it to work, I think. So here's what I've got. Um, let me just make sure. Yeah, nothing sensitive is showing. Okay, so here's what I'm seeing, HC Aqua, and it's showing me the users, but it's not showing me any chat, which I guess is what's making me number, or number, random number, uh, nervous. So if I do keyword, let's enter the keyword, enter my mods are Great. Okay, I'm going to do a test here, guys. This is not the actual drawing. I'm just really curious. If I press roll it, if it'll select someone here that has uh, 
left my mods are great um, in a hashtag as a comment. By the way, no space. Krista Bowman, uh, there's a space to, between my and mods in the way you did it. Uh, so redo it with no space as a hashtag. Okay, I'm just going to roll this to see if something will be drawn. It, it, it doesn't count. We'll do the real drawing later, but let's just see. Oh, it does pick someone. Awesome. I'm going to cancel. So I guess it is working. Um, Skibbers Aquariums, if you wouldn't mind, I hate to ask this, but if you would not mind just continuing to do what you do, just this one stream, until we can actually get to the end and do the drawing and make sure that it's all kosher. <laughs> I would just appreciate having a plan B um, so things don't go off the rails, just in case there's a problem with the technology at the end. But it looks like it might work. So that was just a test. <laughs> that was a false positive. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So it looks like that might work. Thanks, everybody, for uh, hanging out while I figured that out. The thing about live streams, and I, I wish there was a way to test out stuff on live streams without going live, but there really isn't that I know of. Of course, I'm kind of like a, a tech, but I'm not a tech junkie. I don't know that much about it, but um, it seems to me that it'd be great if there was like a test mode on YouTube where you could do all this and test all this stuff um, without being live because, oh, Nightbot says Charlie has won the giveaway. Cool. All right. Seems like that worked. Seems like that's going to work just fine. But anyway, thanks for bearing with me while I did that because I don't know how to test stuff otherwise. Let me show you what I ordered for Monday. I'm really excited. This And I had to hone it down and hone it down and hone it down. It was a good list this week. But this is what I ended up with. We'll start with um, Swiskey's favorite fish. I'm getting some Galaxy Rasboras. At least I hope. The caveat is this is what I ordered. We'll see what actually arrives. I have no control over what actually arrives. Some of these. Um, Celebes Rainbows, which I, I really like this fish. I just think it's a pretty fish. One of the first rainbows um, or blue eyes kind of that I ever saw. My understanding is that they're not truly a rainbow, that they're actually a silver side, but they're an honorary rainbow. So no big deal. Bosmanis. I'm almost out of dwarf neon rainbows. So another batch of those. One of my favorites just doesn't get too big. It's beautiful. We all know this fish probably, so I won't go into it too much. And then I'm really excited. I finally found what appears to be a really good group of Episto Agazizii Double Red. I've been holding off because for the price that I would have to, to retail these at with the normal supplier, it's just way too high. I mean, it'd be like 45, 50 bucks a pair, something like that. And, and I can't get a straight answer if it's a pair or per fish on the price either, which bothers me. Um, but I finally found a good price. I think I'll be able to offer these at a much more reasonable price. So I'm excited about these Epistos. This is a fish I've been ordering for four months. It's Beta Pugnax. We'll see if it comes or not. Never looks good in the pictures. Um, the main color is on the throat, bright iridescence on the throat and gills and things. Doesn't show up well on pictures. Scarlet Battis, just because it's been a long time. I might regret this. I love Scarlet Battis, but they're pretty hate machines. And so um, I haven't ordered them in a long time. And I might remember why when this order comes in, <laughs> but I'm hoping 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping everything goes well. They, they can be a challenge, um, but they're awesome. For candy, finally, I think we're going to get some more uh, fricata rainbows or blue eyes, I suppose. This is another fish that I have available every week, but I'm, I just hold off because like when, when I have to charge 15, 20 bucks for a little fricata, it's like, that's, that's ridiculous. Some, some suppliers can be severely overpriced. So I'm always looking for, I'm, I'm always waiting until someone has an overflow or something of a batch. And then I can get a deal for you guys. Um, chocolate Garomis, everyone's, this is turning into a big favorite. These are becoming one of the best sellers at dancefish.com and people are having great success with them. And so I'm going to get more in They're They're doing really well for everyone. Another fish I've been ordering for a long time and just hasn't been showing up the red lizard catfish. I just think they're cool. I've always liked them. Hopefully this time they actually come. More chili rasboras because I've been out for a little while now. I think I've got like one or two left is all. And once I get down to that in like a big planted tank with a whole mob of rosy loaches and um, Pseudomuga illuminatus, it's just like, okay, it's, I, I'll never catch those. <laughs> uh, some more super blue Emperor Carry Tetras just because I've really fallen in love with this fish. I think they're amazing. Uh, more Samurai Garamis. I only have four left right now on the website. So I'm going to get another group in. And then last but not least, a fish that I never thought I would get, Electric Blue Jack Demsies. I'm getting them because I found a really good group. So um, my friend John Neemans used to raise these. Um, and he would, you know, do the cross of the normals to get uh, 25% or so Electric Blues. And... Um, you know, he, this was back in the day when they were first coming on the market. So I kind of, that fish has a little nostalgia. <laughs> That's not a word. It's a little nostalgic for me. Um, it reminds me of hanging out with John in his fish house and having a good time. So I, I think that's probably why I ordered it. But yeah, Killers <laughs> Aquatics don't bring me, <laughs> don't bring me no bad news. Is that next week's hashtag? <laughs> I love it. Um now, something not so fun is I like to be transparent with you guys on what goes on with my shipping. Um, I keep track of the success. I, I send a, a notice to everyone when they order saying, um, when the fish is delivered, saying, hey, your fish was delivered. Uh, please tell me how they arrived because uh, I want to know. And the success rate's really high, but every now and then there's an issue. And that happened this week. I, I sent some uh, Burmese clouded archers, which... I've fallen absolutely in love with, and they none of them made it alive, and I have no idea why, because I sent them Monday, so they weren't in the box too long or anything. This same group, about a month ago, I sent some to my friend Jim Forche, who was on the live stream, and I think the week after he was on the live stream, or maybe the week after that, maybe a couple weeks after that, I sent him some, and, and they didn't do really well either. And so I was like, okay, I'll wait. So I waited another month or so. Usually that's enough for whatever is going on to kind of resolve itself. Um, hang on. I got to tell my kid to stop jumping on the ceiling right above me. Just a sec.
Sorry, my kids were playing a game literally right above my head. And I don't know what you guys heard, but it sounded like the house was falling down. <laughs> um, so anyway, long story short, I got a batch and I had some trouble with them. First time, by the way, that species has always been rock solid for me. Um, so this is the first batch. There was any trouble took them. They came in like the back was emaciated, like they were really scrawny and skinny. So I fattened them all up. I thought everything was okay. Sent them to gym. They didn't do well. So I was like, okay, something's going on. So I waited, kept fattening them up. It gave them another round of internal parasite medicines because they are prone to camelinus redworm. I didn't see any but I always prophylactically treat them for that because they usually have it. Um, thought they were good, sent them out. They didn't do well. So I'm keeping the rest of the batch. They might appear in this tank behind me. Um, when a batch acts like that, I just tend to hold on to it from then on because if a batch won't ship, um, then I'm not going to ship them. <laughs> I'm not purposely going to kill fish or harm fish. So um, that's where that's at. But that was a tough one. That news came in today. So that customer, if you're listening, I really apologize. Sorry that happened to you. Um, I don't know what else to say. So anyway, I always want to be upfront with you guys when stuff like that happens. The good news is, though, it's been many hundreds of fish since there was a problem. So the I mean, the percentage is still really high of success, like over 99%. But that still sucks for the customer um, when that does happen. And then I have a question. Um, I, I don't think the water sprite I was sending out before did real hot for people. So I tried another method this week. So those that are getting water sprite this week, would you let me know how it arrives? Would you let me know in a week or two if it's still doing well? So I know if this method is working or if I need to figure something else out or if I need to just say, okay, I guess I'm not selling water sprite anymore because I don't want to sell something and have the customer have a bad experience. That's that's the exact scenario I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to, to you know change the narrative in the fish industry from like, yeah, I got fish, but they died, or yeah, I got this, but it didn't do well to like, yeah, I'm getting these things and I'm being successful and I'm excited and I want more. That's that's what I am trying to do. So if you're getting plants from me and you're not doing well, if you would let me know just so I can make a judgment call. I'm not a big plant guy. I don't know that much about shipping plants. But it didn't seem that hard. <laughs> so <laughs> I figured I could do it. Maybe water sprite's just tricky to ship. I don't know. So anyway, um, a couple downers for uh, a little downer for this week. And for those that got water sprite, um, if it melted on you, like one one customer reached out to me. It's been a week since she got her original batch and was like, yeah, I threw it all out. It just ended up melting completely. So I, I was happy to send her a refund. And I want to do that for anyone that's listening. If your water sprite just isn't doing well, um, because I don't know how to ship it right, apparently. So that's uh, yeah, that's that. The Burmese clouded archers. I'm probably not going to get any more for a little while just because um, I like that fish a lot. And it, it was a little bit rough. But I do want to say that this is the first batch I've ever had a problem with. So if you want Burmese clouded archer fish, I'm not trying to turn you off to them. They're truly amazing. I mean, every now and then there's been a loss, but, but, but overall, they've been really hardy. They're peaceful. They're beautiful. They're pure freshwater fish. 
So I just want to say it wasn't the fish's fault. They went through something before they got to me. Um, and despite all my efforts, apparently I haven't fixed it yet. So, um, but, but don't let that turn you off to the species. They're not a delicate species normally. 115 watching. Hey, everybody, welcome. If you're coming late, today we're going to be giving away three pairs of turquoise guppies. And these aren't run-of-the-mill, yeah, you know, turquoise guppies. These are a really nice strain. No red that I can see. Um, there was one that had a little bit of red on the caudal fin out of a group of about 200. But really nice strain. Earlier in the chat, I shared a, uh, a video of them. So you can check that out if you want to see the actual fish you'll be getting. And with that, I'll send you two big old portions of Java moss that before I grab it, will be covering about half of a 75 gallon aquarium. To enter that drawing, enter hashtag my mods are great in the comments below and you will be entered to win at the end of the stream. I just want to double check and make sure I gave you the right hashtag. My mods are great. Yes. <laughs> You'll probably see it in the chat. So enough about me. Oh, the other thing, this is kind of exciting. I, I did meet with um, a potential investor today. Turns out the person, there was a person that was really nice and introduced me to them. I had the meeting this morning. Turns out they're more of a banker than an investor. An angel investor is a special breed of investor willing to take risk for equity. Um, this was more of a banker situation, but this banker knows um, an angel group, an angel investor group close by and, and sent an introduction. So hopefully they'll be able to, something positive I think might come out of that meeting. So I'm still, still hitting the pavement, um, looking for investors to pitch to. My guess is I'll need to pitch probably 100 investors to get the 600,000 I need to make this thing fly. And so um, if you know anyone that does angel investing or is interested in that, let me know, dan at dansfish.com. I've got my numbers. I've got my pitch. I'm ready to talk to them and excited to do it. So, okay, that's what's going on. Oh, Lumpy Dog calling me out. Last week you said you were going to add more fish to the Get Gills store, you tease. Yes, I did. And I am going to... Forgive me for not having them up yet. It's, it's been absolutely insane, Jeff. But yes, I did say that. So I've got Kaithit Danios. Oh, I did add at least, at least I added the turquoise guppies. So I added a fish. <laughs> but I've got some Kaithit Danios. I've got some uh, Cardinal Tetris. I've got some stuff to add. I just... Uh, trying to keep the business afloat and do all the normal stuff, which is already a more than full-time job, on top of seeking investment and, and having those meetings and getting all those materials together and all that. It's, uh, it's been a little crazy. In fact, hopefully I'm hiding it well, but I'm pretty exhausted tonight. I'm pretty tired. All right. I'm going to look now for questions and comments to respond to. I've kind of covered what's going on with me and with dansfish.com. Um, and so uh, if you have a question or comment for me, if you would leave it at dansfish, select it so it highlights for me, I'll jump to it and do my best to answer it. If I'm ignoring you, oh, top chat, jeez. So to change the live chat at this point or not, 
I'm going to do it. Oh, I forgot. I usually I change the live chat or I try to remember to change the live chat at the beginning and then it's, it, things go more smoothly. I'm going to change it to live chat. If I'm missing your question or comment, it's because I literally cannot see it. If you would repost it, that would be great. But I'm going to do my best to get everyone's questions and comments. So if I missed you, I'm sorry. It's just because I totally forgot to change chat before now. Ishiaqua, yeah, the chat isn't working there, but it still works off of YouTube live chat. You have to select the eligibility user. You only have two selected. Eligible users, you only have two selected. Okay, let me just take half a, a second here to make sure that I understand. Okay, it's 47 eligible right now. Okay, I think we're good. I think we figured it out, HC. Um, HC Aqua, you only had Charlie selected as an eligible user, so of course he won. I did? Okay. All right. I might need a little guidance on this. Okay, so I think we're good now. It says now there's 48 eligible, right? Okay, I'm going to do a test here. Um, guys, this isn't for real. This is just a test. Make sure I'm not selecting Charlie over and over. I think we're good. 48 eligible users. How did I have just Charlie selected? That's really weird. Okay, this isn't for realsies. Tracen. Okay, and let me cancel that. I think... To me, it looks HC Aqua like it's okay now. Let me know if I'm wrong. I think we're good. FishTube, don't forget the time you are doing to draw so everyone knows. So today I'm going to do it at 8.30. Um, that's what I promised last live stream. That's all under review, um, but we'll figure that out. But for tonight, I'll actually do the drawing at 8.30 my time, so in about an hour. Um, provided the stream goes that long. I never know exactly how long a stream's going to go. So let me say I'll do it by 8.30. That might be more accurate. Um, but 8.30 is the plan. Fish tube, don't forget the time you are doing. Oh, got it. Slippery fish aquatics. Hello, hello, my friend. Well, hello, slippery fish. Good to see you. Um, well, I guess I guess I can talk about something else too. Um, oh, I'm on the replay. Jeez, I'm winning today, aren't I? Um, now I'll save that story for next week, maybe. Yeah, I'll save that. I'm I'm already into the chat. Or later tonight, maybe. Chewy LTD, make sure you read HC Aqua's comments. Okay, got it. Thank you for bringing that to my attention, Chewy. All right. Is Ginger Graves here? Ginger, if you're here, I'm I'm curious to, to hear how your tanks are doing. I, I was on Corey's live stream watching the replay earlier today while I was working in the fish room. And... Um, I heard on his stream that what happened, and I'm just curious how everything resolved. Hopefully, everything's going okay. Okay, Chewy LTD. Oh, the electric blue jack Dempsey. Now, that is not a good community tank fish, right? But the genetics are interesting. What do you know about blue acaras, electric blue strain? So, I've never kept the electric blue acaras. Um, so, I don't know anything about them other than they're a morph of the blue acara, which is a really easy fish to keep, hardy, you know, peaceful for a cichlid, and, you know, doesn't get too big. I like blue acaras quite a bit, but I've never kept um, electric blue 
Akaras. Kaylee Zagonex from the Broadway musical Misbehavin'. Always misbehaving, of course. <laughs> Is there any other way to be? Mike L. Hey, Dan, can you go over your temperature parameters for using heat and or cold packs as a shipment? And a shipment. Also, will you integrate PayPal to get gills in the future? Yes, we're, we do plan to integrate PayPal into getgills.com in the future. For those that don't know, getgills.com is a place where you can go to buy fish or sell fish online. You can browse at the offerings that other hobbyists have listed. If you have extra fish or fish supplies you want to sell, you can create a store for free on getgills.com and sell them there. Um, If you are successful at selling, there's a small commission taken to keep the website going, but um, it's free to post and and get out there. So um, right now, the website does not accept PayPal. It's simply because of limitations on PayPal's end. We are exploring a workaround. It's not easy. It's It's a large effort, this workaround. We do want to make it happen. It's just going to be a little while. We think we can pull it off, basically. Until we actually do it, you know, we won't know for sure. But the basic thing is this. GetGills is a multi-vendor platform. So the payment collection system has to be able to amalgamate orders from, say, five or six different vendors at once at in a single checkout for a single customer. So they just have to enter their credit card or their payment method once. And then that payment is distributed to all those different vendors, right? So that's the tricky technology that we have going so that anyone that's buying fish can just go to get gills and be like, I like that and that and that. And even though they're from three different vendors, they just have to pay once and they're done, right? Um, and there's other things we eventually need to do, like make it so you don't have to enter your credit card every time, but kind of do what Amazon.com does and say, like, is this the card you want to pay with? You say yes, and then you go, things like that. Um, but the point is that with a multi-vendor platform and single checkout like that, PayPal is not releasing the API to us that we need to make that work on our site. So that means Jonathan in order to make it work, is going to have to do some creative coding. It's complex, it's difficult, it's not simple. And um, we want to do it, but it's such a big project. And there's lots of other things that we can do more quickly and efficiently that it's not at the very top of our list. But we're very well aware of it because we know some people want to pay with PayPal. So we want to make that option available. Just because we hate losing sales to to vendors because they don't have PayPal. I will say this, though. If you want to use PayPal, like we, of course, prefer that you pay through GetGills. But if you find something there and you're only able to pay with PayPal, then just just contact the vendor and say, like, hey, I want to do this, but with PayPal. And you guys can work that out off platform. We don't police that or anything. We're not saying, how dare you complete a sale off platform. I even have to do it sometimes for people when they, uh, you know, have just need that service. So I even sell off platform occasionally. I'm not encouraging people to do it and I do as little as possible, but I understand. So it can happen. Okay. 122 watching. That's awesome. Thanks for being here, everyone. Now that I said that, I knew this would happen every time. As soon as I said that 121, 120, 
every time. <laughs> if you want your views to go down, just mention how many views there are and it'll go down. If you folks wouldn't mind taking a moment to like and share this out, that would be amazing. If you haven't done so and you feel so inclined, I would invite you to uh, you know, subscribe, hit notification bells, all that stuff. No pressure, but the invitation is out there. I'd love to have you. Nurse Becca, oh, thanks for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. Um, yeah, I just want to be transparent. I mean, yeah, I just think that's important. There's there's no way that that anyone's going to be 100% successful all the time. And I don't want to give the impression that I am. I, I do my best and it's pretty darn good, but it's not 100%. Okay, looking for a question or comment for me. Bob Kaler, thank you for linking the t-shirt link. We have the Breeding is Pleasure Dance Fish um, t-shirts out. They look a lot like this. This is the Breeding is Pleasure sticker. Thank you, Jadrin Aquatics and Michael Wentworth, who I believe are the folks that made that happen. I, I did not know this was happening. These just all appeared on my doorstep one day. And I was like, oh, this is a thing. So there's t-shirts too. If you're interested, Bob just is posting the link for that. Let's see here. Okay. Chewy, I'm wondering, I knew you were going to ask this, Chewy. I knew it. I'm wondering when you're going to do another spotlight species on killifish for my educational purposes, Dan. Oh, Chewy, I haven't forgotten. In fact, I was kind of like, not dreading, but I was like, Chewy's going to ask, and I haven't done it yet. He's going to ask, and I haven't done it yet. Um, I need to do it. It's just a time thing, just a time thing. And I don't want to say when, because then it'll be like Lumpy Dog when I was like, I'm going to post the new fish this week, and then I just couldn't get to it. And now, now he's calling me out. You never give Jeff a chance to call you out. <laughs> That's just dangerous. <laughs> so, um, yeah, sorry, Chewy. Uh, Dance Fish from FishTube. Don't forget to tell your giveaway drawing time. Dan, okay, we already did that one. And Lumpy Dog giving, giving me sass. Okay, now we are, and I wouldn't have it any other way, Lumpy Dog. Dance Lee, nice networking at Dance Fish. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hope you're doing well out there in California, my old hometown. And chat jumped. Okay. I think I've caught up to where it's now safe to, to assume that I didn't miss anyone. If I did miss you, just leave your question or comment down below again, and I'll get to it. Maria Z. Hey, Maria. Great to see you. Hope all the fishies are doing well. Mr. I always want to say Mr. Dentist 1520, Mr. DDS 1520. What do you feel about feeding the red-eye cauliflower swords a form of frozen food every day? Brine shrimp, mysis, krill, bloodworms. In addition, I do feed rapashi flakes and pellets. I would say that that's fine, but I would not go too heavy on the mysis, krill, and bloodworms just because they're so uh, protein-rich. And they have quite a bit of fat content, especially the mysis have quite a bit of fat content to them. Um, brine shrimp, 
pretty fibrous, don't tend to, to bind up sword tails. Um, but I would just be careful because that's a lot of protein. Sword tails are naturally a grazer. They eat a lot of algae. They eat a lot of just detritus. They kind of go around and scrape on rocks and plant surfaces and things like that. And just kind of all that scuzz and stuff, biofilms, all that stuff they eat. And so they get a ton of algae in the diet. There's a lot of vegetable matter in their diet. And they don't in nature have like a high fat, high protein. They're not a carnivore, basically. I mean, they'll eat little stuff when the opportunity arises, but mostly they're just grazing all day long scraping stuff off, picking at little stuff, right? So that is what their liver and kidneys and digestive tract are accustomed to dealing with. So, so just keep that in mind, I suppose, as you're feeding them. So uh, I would just be careful. Um, I don't think brine shrimp harms anything. Yeah, there's protein in it and some fat, but there's so much shell and fiber that it, it kind of, uh, it's not as as big an issue to feed. The others are good, but I don't know if I would do them every day for sure. But those are my thoughts, Mr. Dentist 1520. I don't know if you're really a dentist, but that's what I want to say when I see DDS. Reminds me of when we did Little Shop of Horrors. How was the camping trip? Awesome. It was so much fun. I got to hang out with Ty Hunsicker first time. By the way, Ty, if you're here, hope you made it home. <laughs> hope everything's good. Um, <laughs> Pam Earlywine. Okay, if you've been in her live streams or if you've been in chats with her, which most of you have, 54 Punchy, you know how hilarious she is. Well, 10x that when you meet her in person. This, oh, Pam's great. She's, she's fantastic. And poor Pam, like I had been contacting Candy, communicating with Candy. And, and then I looked up and was talking to Pam. And for some reason I had Candy in my mind. So I, I, I called her Candy and I'm sorry, Pam. I still feel bad about that. And apparently she told me that I do that sometimes in the live streams. I call 54 punchy Candy. I, I'm going to have to be more aware of that because that shouldn't be happening. I'm so sorry, ladies. But anyway, it was a great time to meet them. Some other fish nerds came. Um, some local folks came. It was a good time. And the weather was perfect, man. This time of year out here, it's great. Fish tube, at what age did you start keeping fish? It was the summer between sixth grade and seventh grade. So maybe like 13, 14, really. How many years have you done it for? Well, I'm 41 now. So is that, oh, math is hard. <laughs> 27-ish years, maybe, give or take a bit. Um, and it's never gotten old. Like, it's the one thing in my life. Hey, thanks, Michael, 499, Super Chat. Thanks so much for all the info you provide on shipping. You're welcome. Um, I'm new at shipping fish and wonder when you start adding heat packs. Oh, I missed part of that question. I'll get back to that, um, Mike L. I have it right here. I'm sorry. I answered like the get gills part and then I moved on, didn't I? But anyway, fish keeping for fish tube is something I've been doing since I was a kid. And it's the one thing in my life that hasn't gotten old. Like I've tried different jobs. I've tried different careers. I've tried, I've had different interests come and go. 
fish has just been constant. And that's really one of the reasons that I decided, you know what, this is, this is what I'm going to be doing. Because what would happen is I would start other things and I would, and the newness of the other things would be exciting. But then after just a little while, a few years or however long, um, I'd be like, you know what, I'm not, not really enjoying this. And then I'd move on to the next thing. Pardon me. And then I'd move on to the next thing, all the while never losing interest in the fish. And so the last time I started to lose interest in something, I was like, you know what? I think like, I think when I look at this pattern throughout my whole life, I can learn something about myself, which is I should just be doing fish because that's what I really want to do. And, and while I'm doing these other things, like once the newness kind of started to wear off, all I'd want to be doing while I was doing them was I couldn't wait to get home and mess around with my fish. Right. So the sickness was real. So Michael, I opened a store on get gills. Awesome. But was hoping to just use my existing PayPal account. Yeah. Sorry. Um, temperature parameters for cold and heat packs. So I generally put in cold packs if I'm shipping them somewhere that's over a hundred degrees. And I also try to get the person in that instance to um, have them held at the post office so they aren't out on their porch in the sun waiting for them to get home from work or whatever. So if it's over 100 degrees, I do that. So it's a little tricky. Um, You have to look at the lows and the highs and kind of take an average. So some places like high deserts could be 100 degrees during the day and then low forties at night. Those are really tricky places to, to send to because the average temperature there is, you know, not so high. So in that case, I might not put a cold pack in. Um, but most places, if it's over hundred degrees, then at night, it's probably in the mid eighties and that's warm enough that a cold pack isn't going to chill the fish and hot enough in the heat that you really want one. So that's kind of what I look at. I look at the high and the low of the zip code I'm sending it to. I try to figure, I try to picture, okay, what's this mean for the fish? Is it possible that if I put it in a cold pack, it'll get too cold, even though it's super hot part of the day and vice versa. And so I kind of think about that. But generally when it hits 100, I'm like, okay, I'm sending a heat pack. You know, mid 90s, I'll do that too if the nighttime lows aren't too cold. Um, And then, I'm sorry, a cold pack. Yeah. Then for heat packs... That one's a little tricky. Um, I like to keep the temperature in the box to the upper to mid 60s and nothing lower ever. That's my goal. So I don't ever want the temperature in the box to drop below, say, 65 degrees. And that's really pushing it. I really don't. I really want to keep it about 70 and not below. But mid 60s is okay. So again, I look at the temperature. And I try to figure, how's this going to work? So I look at the highs and the lows. That's the key. It's not, oh, it's this time of year I suddenly switch. It's not just what the temperature is at my place. It's what's the high and the low where they're going and what do I do in that situation? Often right now, it'll be pretty cold here and pretty warm somewhere else. So Monday when I shipped, we were in the 90s Monday, so I didn't worry about um, heat packs. 
But next week, it could be, say, in the 40s at night and maybe a high of the mid-60s. In that case, I'll put in a heat pack. And then if they're going to somewhere warm, say Texas, then what I'll do is make sure the heat pack's just like a 24-hour heat pack, maybe a 30-hour heat pack, something like that. So it's warm while it's here, and then it it burns out before it gets to Texas. So there is no really like one answer this time of year at this temperature or whatever. I have to look at my temperatures. I have to look at where they're going and just try to figure best guess. What's that mean for the temperature in the box? That's kind of the best I can answer that. I hope, Michael, that that was satisfactory. 145 watching. Wow. Is that a record? Taylor's Aquatics. Is that, uh, I think that might be a record. Yeah. Let me know. I could be wrong. Welcome, everybody. So glad you're here. Kids Aquatics, if you want Dan to see your question or comment, be sure to insert at Dan's fish in the text. Yep. If it doesn't highlight for me, I just don't stop. I I just say, okay, they must be chatting among themselves, having a great time. Um, I just look for stuff directed straight at me. For, at this point, that's been working pretty well. So we're, we're going to keep with that for the time being. Marie Z, got my shirt and love it. Okay, you got to post a picture at Get Gills on the Get Gills Facebook group. Maria, when you get a chance. Also, all the fish I got from you are doing great. Thanks again. Maria, I'm glad to hear that. That's awesome. I'm glad they're doing well. Especially since, you know, the archer shipment didn't go well this week. So it's always nice to have the counter to that. The yin and the yang, right? <laughs> Glad your order went well. And again, to to the customer whose whose order didn't go well, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Um, you never know when that's going to happen. Okay, chat jumped, so I'm doing that thing, or I'm searching like mad. There we are. The fish tank barn. Hey, you, my friend. It's so good to see you. Um, <clears throat> I bapped those turquoise guppies last week. Awesome fish. Cool. Breeders Award Programmed is what bapped means. B-A-P, Breeders Award Programmed. So if you're a member of a local fish club, like the Fish Tank Barn is, then you can enter this neat program where each species you breed, you get points. It's kind of an incentive for you to dip your toes in different species of fish and experience breeding lots of different species of fish. So cool. I'm glad that worked for you. Um, Fish Tank Barn... Did the babies turn out true or were a percentage something else? Often that first generation uh, can be a little mixed. <laughs> or that first that first drop, I should say, because the farm where they came from might have kept some other males in there and stuff. But then if they're in with the turquoise male, then by the second or third drop, they should be pretty much just turquoise. So I'm just curious if that was the case or if they dropped pure from the beginning. That would be amazing to know. Two LTDs. So it's okay. I'm not at Lumpy Dog at Dance Fish. So I won't call you out, but it's very educational for your buyers as well as educational for me. We'd love to see one on Pupfish too. So I I could do one on Pupfish, but I'm, I'm just not that guy. Jeez. Um, Oh, that's everybody uh, joining the Get Gills Facebook group. Thank you for joining. I'll uh, I'll add you all um, in just a minute when we're done with the live stream. Unless one of the mods gets to it first. There's some mods on the uh, Facebook group that might get to the before I do. Um, But yeah, Pupfish I probably won't be doing, but I plan to do one on the Afiosumin Australi chocolates uh, 
fairly soon. It's just a time thing. Dolly Vigil, fish are doing great. I'm so glad to hear it, Dolly. Great. Love to see the males flashing and finding the females are plump for their size. Thanks. Hours of entertainment. Dolly, I'm so glad to hear it. So for those that are fairly new, the saga of Dolly Vigil and the female Threadfin Rainbow. Back in, I believe, December, I think we're going on maybe nine months now or something. Is that right? Was it December, Dolly? Dolly asked. He's, man, thanks, everybody, for jumping on the uh, Get Gills Facebook group train. Um, it's like, man, I need some female Threadfin Rainbows. And I was like, well, I know a source for those, but they're not commonly available. So it took me a few months to get some. And when they came in, they came in just super skinny. Um, it took a long time to rehab them. And then when I listed them for sale, Dolly was like, I don't know, on business or out of the country or traveling or something. They sold out super fast because it's hard to find good um, female threadfin rainbows. And so poor Dolly Vigil missed out on them. I mean, I sent a notification and everything, but it just didn't work out. So the poor guy has been waiting for months and then they sell out on him. So I got another batch um, and they came in really nice. I was so happy with that batch I got and um, sent some to Dolly. And what, a month ago now or so, ended up with two females and finally has some. So that's the saga of Dolly Vigil trying to get a hold of Threadfin, female Threadfin rainbows. I'm glad they're plumped up. I hope they breed for you. And uh, well, they are apparently if they're plump and the males are flashing, they're breeding. Rockford fish keeping. Hey, so good to see you. Do you ever sell male female pairs of the Threadfin rainbows? The site is labeled males. Yeah, I'm out of females right now. Um, Dolly Vigil got the last of that group. So um, I am always looking at the supplier that occasionally has them available. And whenever they're available, I tend to get them just because they're so in demand. I don't list them generally as pairs. I generally do a listing of females and another listing of males just because that's a fish that the general public just wants males because they're so pretty. Um, it's the fish nerds and hobbyists that understand the value of the females. So I list them separately just to make it easy for people. So I don't list them as pairs, but you can definitely get pairs. But you know, when I see them and can get them, I will, but I never know when that's going to be. And the other thing is I never know what shape they're going to come in. They either come in perfect or they come in super like emaciated and take tons of time to rehab. You never know which, which way. They're tricky. James Woodward, have you ever fed chicken eggs to your fish or fry? Yeah, way, way, way back in the day when I was first breeding fish, um, and didn't know really how to do live food yet. So as a teenager, I'd read in the old books like the Herbert Axelrod breeding fish series and probably in the Innes book as well um, about egg yolk infusoria, which is when you take a hard boiled egg yolk and you kind of, um, I don't know, blend it up or turn it into like a powder basically in the water. Um, and, and feed a little bit of that to the fry. So I did try it. It killed all my fry. Like that stuff rots super fast. And um, I didn't change enough water. I, I had to be at school, right? I was a kid. So I couldn't be home changing the water 10 times a day and all that. So I have tried it. 
but only is a substitute for live food for baby, tiny, tiny little baby fish. And it did not work well for me. That's the only experience I have feeding hard boiled eggs. So I've never tried egg whites. I've never tried feeding it to larger fish or anything like that. Mr. Dentist 1520, thanks for the advice on feeding the swordtails. You got it. Hope they do well for you. No, not a dentist. Oh, okay. Well, I might still call you Mr. Dentist 1520. <laughs> Maybe not. Brian, hey, everything arrived healthy and alive. Good. I'm so glad. I was, I was waiting to hear from you. So I'm glad to, to hear that. Even knowing what to expect, I was still really impressed by the bagging. Awesome. Half picks are so cool. Can't wait for breeding is pleasure. All right. So does that mean you're getting a t-shirt? I hope so. Um, the breeding is pleasure t-shirt is out. Check it out. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Half beaks. If you haven't tried half uh, the platinum half beaks or the wrestling half beak, it doesn't even have to be the platinum one. They're amazing. At some point in your life, be sure to keep those fish. They're just so unique. Such a joy to keep and breed. Michael Wilson. Michael, good to see you. There are two finnage colors on long fin white clouds, yellow and red edge. Any idea how inheritance works? Mine are all yellow edged. Um, not I, Michael. I'm sorry. I've never messed with those, with the genetics on that. Does anyone else here know that? Uh, let's help Michael out if we can. By the way, Michael Wilson, thanks for being like an unofficial advisor to me. Like anytime I, I get stumped with identifying a species or, or just need some help. Um, I can reach out and Michael Wilson has been doing this long enough that uh, he's just been such a huge help. So I just want to thank you for that. And I wish I could help you now, but I don't know. I'm hoping someone else in the chat can give us an answer. I know what you're talking about though. I've seen, I've seen the kind of, I don't know if they're color morphs or what, but I've seen the different finage on the white clouds. I've just never bred them and figured that out. Ginger Graves. Hey, Ginger. Hello. Um, Ginger, I was just curious how your fish are doing. I, I was listening to the replay of Corey's live stream today. Wishing you all the best. Hope everything's going okay. If you don't mind letting us know, I would love to know. Thanks, Lumpy Dog, for telling me that. Chewy, Caleb Aquatics asked, how is your fish? Caleb Aquatics asked, how is your fish? Oh, to ginger, I think. Okay. Um, Dan Slee, it's going to go to her head. Oh, well, it's okay. We, we got to all group up and help ginger out at this time. <laughs> Caleb Aquatics, Pam calls Dan Bob and me Dan all the time. It's all good. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> like when, when, she, when I did that, I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on with me? <laughs> like my brain was wired wrong. I had these two students back in the day. They were named Wes and Miles. In the first day of class, I like read, I, I got their names wrong. For the rest of the time, for the two years that, that I taught them, I could never get them straight again. Like once those wires cross, I'm I'm screwed. Like I'm done. That that's it. <laughs> Nothing's gonna help me. I just got to Mike L's super chat of four four ninety nine. Thanks again, Mike. By the way, Mike, I, I should add that um, thick insulation, solid styro insulation, really helps in the heat and the cold. 
um, the kind of I've seen it all kinds of ways. I've seen no insulation, just a whole bunch of like peanuts doesn't really work because the bag, the weight of the bag, it falls through the peanuts and is resting right on the cardboard. Right. And then the insulation has a lot less fun, um, efficiency. Um, I've seen like uh, the pink Panthers stuff. What do you call that? Batting, I guess the, the pink uh, batting insulation same issue, the weight of the bag, it just kind of sinks down and compacts it. And then you lose a lot of the R value. So I, I think, I, I really think after seeing it all different ways that just styro sheets, solid styro sheets is the way to go. And you can buy styro sheets really cheap at Home Depot or whatever. I used to get them a four by eight. I think uh, three quarter inch styro sheet was, I don't know, 12, 13 bucks. And you can make a lot of box liners out of that. You can also buy them pre-made from TSK Supply or AQPKG because um, it does take a lot of time to cut those right. Maria Z, how long does it take to be able to sex the um, Santa Barbara Carry Tetra? I'm sorry, Santa Barbara, Super Blue. <laughs> I told you I'm exhausted, right? The Super Blue Carry Tetra. We're at 147. We can 148. We can break 150. Has that ever happened? I don't think we've ever broke 150 before. Maybe we have. We are so close. If you don't mind, like and share this sucker right now. I would love it if we could break 150. That would be so cool. How long does it take to be able to sex the super blue carries? Right now, it looks like I have a sorority. You know, they are they are going to get about twice as big as that um, as they are right now. But I'm pretty sure I was able to find some that had a, a non-orange anapose fin. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I hope some males come out of that. Maria Z, if, if you end up, if they like get another, a little bit more size on them and no males appear, let me know. I'll take care of you. Um, I'm getting a new order of those in, uh, hopefully on Monday. And so I'd, I'd be happy to make sure you get some mails. Let me know. But yeah, it's, it's more a size thing than an age thing. And I kind of thought they were big enough because I've seen some sexual differentiation. So I thought I did send you some mails, but, but I'm, not, uh, I'm not flawless. When you get that fish in the net, it kind of colors down like that. And so usually I can kind of guess with some accuracy, but mm. there was someone else I sent a bunch of those to. Um, I forget who, but the other person, if you're watching, did you end up with both sexes? How did I do? Um, I tried really hard. But they do fade so fast at that size when you catch them. Monica Lynn, hello. 149. Oh, that's killing me. One more. No, I did it again. Now we're down to 148 every time. Back up. Okay, come on, guys. We can break 150. Yes, 150. We did it. <laughs> All right. I think that might be a record. Um, Bob, remind me if you remember. Is that a record? I think so. That's awesome. That made my night right there. That's great. We will be doing the drawing at 8.30, uh, giving away three pairs of a really nice strain of turquoise guppies. Um, no red. In, in pretty much any of the fish in this batch and two big old clumps of java moss to go with them. So when they have babies, you have a place for the babies to hide. 
Mr. DDS1520, see, I'm doing it right, not Mr. Dentist. The reason I asked about the frozen food for the cauliflower swords was because I was told due to their high fins, they require a lot more protein to sustain their massive fins as they swim. Yeah, I've heard that too. I mean, I hear lots of things. Like if someone could show me that study that proves that, like I'm not sure if that's true. Obviously, a fish with more body, like more cells, like is going to need more nutrients, I guess. But um, fins are super thin. They don't require a ton of extra protein just to maintain that. And I don't know. I, I don't think they, they aren't like a rose tail betta that has trouble swimming or anything like that. I mean, if they were, I just wouldn't keep them. Um, so I, I, I would push back on that. I, I guess I would say this. That's not been my experience. That's not the way I keep them. Um, someone else might've had a different experience and had better luck with higher protein foods. But I, I want to say this in this hobby, so much of what we hear and are told is just kind of repeated stuff that someone heard and is just repeated. It becomes myth. It becomes lore. It becomes truth. And it's not, I'm not saying that's the case here. Maybe the person that told you that really knows that, like had the experience where that made all the difference. That could be the case. It just has not been my experience. I personally, I'd rather give them an extra feeding of spirulina flake than, um, high protein. Yeah. But I guess, I guess spirulina has a lot of protein in it. Um, it's just a plant-based protein. So it's, it's a little different. Okay, working on this. It jumped on me. That's what's going on, folks. If you're wondering why is he staring at the screen blankly and not talking. Okay, cool. Mr. DDS's comment. Um, Kids Aquatics, yes, new record, I think. Cool. Mega Mindy Loop. Mega Mindy, it's been a, it's been a while. Welcome. Hi, welcome. I'm glad to see you. Monica Lynn, it's pretty high number of viewers. Yeah, for us, this is awesome. I love records. Breaking records is, is amazing. <laughs> the, the one thing Candy, or, oh, geez, I just did it. I just did it again. The one thing 54 Punchy, sorry, Candy, uh, told me when she was here that cracked me up. She's like, sometimes you're sitting there and the light hits your forehead just right or your bald head just right and like flares up onto the tank and we can't see the tank because there's so much glare on the glass. <laughs> that was that was my favorite part of my conversation with 54 Punchy at the uh, KOA fam, fish fam camping trip this weekend. It was pretty fun. <laughs> I don't know what reminded me of that. I think I just saw myself and was like, oh, it's doing it. Firestorm 9918. Any care tips on samurai gouramis? Yes. Okay. So this is a fish that I'm passionate about. It took me a long time to find them and keep them. I saw pictures forever. Um, I've been pretty successful at keeping them. So here's what I've found. As long as I treat them with antibiotics for the first while when I first received them, 
and make sure they don't come down with velvet. They're pretty prone to velvet and and also an ick, but it's not regular ick is pretty big, almost like a pimple. This is like really like a really fine white powder. Um, those are things they're kind of prone to. So for the first week or so, antibiotics, I think, are necessary. And I'm talking about fresh imports, by the way. Um, this is how I take care of that fish and how I get it up and healthy and ready to go. So when they come in, I put them in a normal quarantine tank. I do put a big old spawning mop in there that floats and then goes all the way down to the bottom and kind of lays across the bottom a little bit just so they have somewhere to hide because these are wild collected. They're used to hanging out in leaf litter and dense like roots of plants and things like that. They're not an open water fish. So I do that so they have a place to hide and feel secure. And then it's canamycin and nitrofurazone. I have videos on how I do that. Uh, those are my go-to antibiotics for fresh imports. Um, as long as I do that, then they usually adjust just fine to aquarium life. The second week, uh, treat for external parasites. Keep an eye out for velvet and treat for, actually I haven't found them to have a lot of internal parasites, but I treat for it anyway. And as long as they go through that, then that helps them while they're learning what it's like to live in an aquarium and to eat aquarium foods and to like know what this bubble thing over here is, this sponge filter and all that stuff. While they're kind of learning their environment and then chilling out, those antibiotics give them the edge. I don't think that's a fish that, that I really think you're going to run into trouble if when they first come into country, they aren't treated that way. Once that happens, it takes them a couple weeks to like chill out and start coming out and everything. Once that happens, and, and some dither fish help, by the way, um, just a couple guppies, couple endlers, something like that. You don't want a mob of dither fish because samurai gouramis are super slow feeders. And they'll get out competed really easily. You just want a few so they know it's okay to come out. After a week or two, that's happened. And then they're rock solid. They eat flake food. They eat crushed up flakes. They eat baby brine shrimp. They eat rapashi. Um, they, they are not picky fish. They just need a couple weeks to acclimate de-stress, which allows their immune system to kind of recover. And, and then they're pretty much rock solid. Now, they have to have absolutely clean water. Ammonia will kill them super fast. Nitrite will kill them very quickly. Just because of the really acidic soft water environments they come from, ammonia does not exist. It's ammonium in that case, which is a lot less toxic. So that's an issue. And then you have to keep up on your water parameters, um, not just the ammonia stuff, but just regular water changes and things. So as long as the water quality is good and they aren't with tank mates that harass them and they have some dither fish, which don't outcompete them, but just say, hey, it's OK to live here. Um, I found them to be rock solid after the first couple of weeks. That's kind of my my base point for you. In fact, once that happens, they they still, you still want a place for them to hide and stuff, but they're rarely in it. They're out and about, they color up, they're, they're awesome. So Firestorm 9918, that's been my experience with them. 
Now, if you're getting them, if you see me at your local pet store or something, odds are they came in, they haven't been treated or anything. So you really need to be prepared to do that work. And the moment water quality drops, you're going to get parasites. Uh, like they'll succumb to external parasites really quick. The moment water quality drops, you'll have problems. But as long as you keep the water quality high and they've been through a couple of weeks where they've been able to get back on their feet after import and, and uh, their immune system has been able to ramp back up after being through stress for so long, in my experience, they're rock solid. Caleb Aquatics. I am also like you. I am 13 with 21 tanks. Awesome. That is awesome. Yes. That sounds like 155. Bam. That is, that's great for the channel. Thanks for being here, everyone. Um, Caleb, I'm glad to hear it. 13 with 21 tanks. Sounds like you are on the correct path in life. I swear that aquariums are what kept me from like getting heavy into drugs or something as a teenager. Because uh, I could have been down that path really easy, but all my time and money went to fish tanks. I just, I didn't have time for all that stuff, right? Like fish were just so interesting to me that it kept me out of trouble. Um, so good on you. Yeah. So I, like you didn't ask for advice, but I'm going to give you some, which is <laughs> find a mentor. If there's anyone in your area that keeps fish, and has kept them for a long time and bred a bunch of fish and raised a bunch of fish. Um, that is what helped me. I had Jim Forche from the, Aquari uh, the Aquatic Bookshop. And I had a guy named uh, Keith Johnson who owned a local pet store called Frontier Pets. Those guys helped me a ton. So find a local mentor because then you can see how they do stuff. Uh, it'll just help so much. And if you can't, find an online mentor. Or if you have a local fish club, you know, those, those kinds of things are so helpful. It just helps you get information that is actually valuable as opposed to being lost in all the uh, minutia of rumor and lore and myth and misinformation that's out there in the hobby. But Caleb Aquatics, good on you. Mega Mindy Lou, I've got a new video of my dad's fish up. Good. Good to know. I have to check that out. I like your stuff. The fish tank barn turned out pretty true for me. Okay, good. I was hoping that. Um, I'd much rather have that experience than someone spend 19 bucks for a pair of guppies, which isn't high for guppies, but it's a chunk of change, right? I mean, you can go to a local pet store and buy guppies for a lot cheaper than that. Maybe not as good quality, but a lot cheaper. I hate for someone to spend real money on fish and then the first drop be like, <laughs> who was hiding in the woodshed that did not turn out right um, <laughs> yeah but just know if that does happen to anyone usually the second or third drop the the male they're with will will take over most of the babies so th that'll balance out okay caleb's aquatic caleb not caleb's i'm do you have any tips on being 13 year old and having 21 tanks yes the mentor thing the other thing is probably stop at 21. Um, at one point when I was about 14 or so, I think I had about 15 or 50 tanks. And it got to the point where it was hard for me to do anything else. And then burnout can set in. Like, I'm not telling you, you have to stop. But all I'm saying is this, there, there is a balance. And at your age, there's school, there's other interests to pursue. You don't want to 
do something to the point where you're trapped in it. Like all I can do is maintain these aquariums. At your age, you need to explore lots of different things and get exposed to like taste lots of different dishes off the menu of life. So you kind of find all your interests, I guess. So find a mentor and don't don't go too big too fast because that's how burnout sets in. Don't deprive yourself of everything else in life. That being said, awesome that you're into fish. Yeah, like I hope it, I hope you stick with it. Maria Z, if you get more females, I would love a dozen. Uh, threadfin females, I think is what we're talking about. Um, I will try. Hard to find them and then hard to find good ones. <laughs> That's that's the thing. New Mexico Aquatics. Hey, welcome back, little Bobby. Good to see you again. What is the best temperature range for breeding cherry barbs? Thank you kindly. I've done it in the mid to upper 70s, um, and it worked just fine. And I didn't do it at another temperature, so I don't know what is ideal. But mid to upper 70s, they did great. Is that ideal? I didn't try them at like 72. I didn't try them at like 85. Um, But... Right around 75 to 77, worked like a charm. And there's, I think they have a pretty wide range. I think if you're anywhere in the 70s and maybe up into the low 80s, you'll probably be fine. Um, Yeah. Patricia Klopel, hey, so glad you're here. Good to see you in person. Made the live stream. Often uh, Patricia and I chat in the replay, in the comments, but I'm glad you actually made a live stream. Is this guppy giveaway uh, all males or, oh, it's three pairs. Oh yeah, three pairs. Yes, three males, three females, six fish, plus a bunch of java moss. Rockford Fish Keeping, by the way, I tagged you in the unboxing vid, 300% happy with them. Awesome, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'll check that out. I, I love watching the unboxings and stuff. It's really educational for me um, to see stuff on the other side, to see the fish when they're unboxed. Because um, then I'll be looking, I'll be like, oh, that fish pooped in the bag. Maybe I need to do something different. Or, you know, I can just, or, or oh, that fish's caudal fin is clamped up. I wonder what I can do to, like, make it a little less stressful so that doesn't happen. You know, I can see things. Um, it's just instant feedback on how it's working. And then also the videos where they've been in the tank for a while and they've settled in. Um, it's just so nice. It's just so rewarding to see fish still alive and doing well, you know, after, after the trip. So, and it's also educational things don't go well. If there's an unboxing and it's like, Ooh, this didn't go well. Thankfully I haven't seen any of those out there yet. Um, but if there ever is, I'm sure I'll learn from that too. I'll also cringe, but yeah, Rockford, I'm going to check that out. Fishkeeping. I'm glad you had a good experience. It's what we're going for. Try our best. Chad H. Hello, Chad H. Um, so Chad, if this is your first time here, welcome. Um, if you've like Asked me a million questions in previous live streams, and I just totally forgot that I truly apologize. But I want to say welcome. I think this is my first time answering a question from you. Again, if that's wrong, ah, forgive me. Do you dose anything specific for water spray? Oh, no. Mine used to grow like mad, 
and now most has died off. Hmm. So I don't. Water Sprite for me just grows like crazy. I don't need to do anything. I mean, I feed the fish. They poop. Water Sprite's happy. There's light, right? The, there's been two instances where I've killed off Water Sprite in a major way. One is I put salt in the aquarium, right, to treat some fish, to give them a little tonic. I thought Water Sprite might be tough enough to handle that. No really, really melted back. Um, in most cases, it died completely. In some cases, actually, no. In most cases, it didn't die completely, but it just like died back a ton and then regrew out of this mushy mess, right? Not good. So salt does not do good with salt. The other one is medications. Um, I, I don't know all medications. Um, Ickex doesn't seem to harm it or Fritz, uh, Mardell, Quick Cure doesn't seem to harm it, those kinds of things. But my normal antibiotics I use, nitrofurazone and canamycin, will, will kill it um, or at least make it die back and have to you know regrow from the center. So if you've used any medicines, any antibiotics, or um, if you've used salt in the aquarium, that might be the issue. Apart from that, I don't know. Um, I have had it slow down a ton and kind of die back, not die off. If they're in a tank that that I'm not like keeping a lot of fish in just because there's not as much nutrients. So I guess that could be a thing. Water Sprite is such a fast growing plant that it it does best in a tank that, you know, has a lot of nutrients in it. So if you don't have a lot of fish in there, that could be an issue. Like every now and then I'll have a 75 gallon. It's been a long time since this has happened, but uh, where I only have a couple fish in it to kind of keep the cycle going while I'm waiting for an order to come in. And I do notice the water sprite kind of, it doesn't die, but it just kind of gets small, <laughs> kind of stagnates. All right. So Chad H, I hope that answered your question. Viola hops a lot. Hey, glad you made it. Sorry about that water sprite, Viola. Poor Viola, I sent her water sprite and it it like smelled like rotten cabbage when it got to her. Um, yeah, I've got some work to do on learning how to ship water sprite, I think. Edward Rodriguez, any experience with grindle worms? Any thoughts, pros and cons? Thanks. So I love them. Um, I've tried both methods, like the, the dirt method, which is like basically potting soil or peat moss. Um, and I've tried the dirtless method, which is like use green scrubby pads and put some, you know, uh, knitting canvas over that. Both methods worked well, but the problem is I've never had a culture of grindle worms that after a few weeks or a couple months or whatever, didn't get absolutely overrun with mites. So I just stopped keeping them. So that's my issue. I love them. They're a wonderful food. But I've never been able to keep them without an, an absolute infestation of mites. So I just stopped keeping them. Now, if you can find a culture that's mite-free, um, go for it. But the basic way to do them, whether it's soil and peat moss or peat moss or like green scrubby pads, is you make sure that the soil or peat moss or mix, whatever you're doing, is, is damp, not super wet, but damp. And then you make sure the scrubby pads are damp. So you might have like... I don't know, four or five scrubby pads stacked on top of each other. Rinse them out really well first, stack them up on top of each other, and then put like some water in there. Like the bottom third of the scrubby pads is submerged and then some of it isn't, right? So they, they're just damp. Then um, you lay over a piece of like, you can use 
uh, knitting canvas. That works really well. Plastic. What is that? Needlepoint canvas. And then over that, put something dark in plastic, like, um, I don't know, any old container, any plastic container from your fridge that you can cut a piece out of that's a dark color. They like the dark and put that over the top of that. Then um, you can feed them all kinds of things. Some people use cat food. Some people use dog food. Um, I would look at Dave Ramsey's channel. David Ramsey has a great video. Let me see if I can find it for you. Uh, he uses white bread and I think yogurt, or maybe I'm confusing that with, uh, now that I think about it, that might be his white worms. <laughs> oh, um, I'm, I'm finding a different David Ramsey. But anyway, I used, I think, like uh, kibble. Like I can't remember his cat or dog kibble. Just missed it a little bit so it's not super dry. Put that in there. Um, don't feed so much that it's like you want it gone within a day or two. Or it really stinks. So don't feed so much that the worms can't eat it in a day or two because it goes bad and everything gets really gross. And that's how you do it. Um, if, if, yeah, if you can do it and not have mites infest it, they're an awesome food. Alrighty. It's 821. So we'll be doing the drawing here in about 822 in about eight minutes. So, um, yeah, that's happening. Let's see here. Chat jumped on me. So I'm looking again. Jeez. Hang on. When it jumps, it really jumps. Where were we? Okay, I'm getting there. Okay, I got to the cherry barb comment. I got to Patricia, so I overcorrected. Here we go. Rockford fish keeping, water spray. We're getting close. <laughs> Grindleworms, there we are from Edward Rodriguez. Thanks for the question, Edward. Max, damn USPS, got some bad news for you. Um, I saw that, Max. They got delayed, right? Hopefully they show, hopefully you get them tomorrow. So, yeah, I saw your email. Um, if you didn't get the reply, I did reply, Max. And I'm hoping they arrive tomorrow. They, as long as they get there, like, by the by the end of the week, like, by the end of delivery Saturday, I think they're going to be okay. So, I think we're good because they're at the post office. So, they should be to you tomorrow. Um, Max, it might be worth contacting the post office and asking them if they can hold them. If you can't be there um, for delivery, just so they don't sit out in the weather. So if they hold them at the post office and then maybe you can pick them up after work, if that's a situation you're in, um, that would be an ideal thing if that can happen at this point. If not, they'll probably still be okay. Um, maybe if there's a neighbor or a friend that could grab them just so that if you're at work, which I don't know your schedule, I'm just saying if you can't be there for delivery since they're a day late and you probably, you know, aren't able to be there when they get home. Um, anything we can do to keep them from sitting out in the weather would be great. But I think you're going to be okay. And I'll take care of you if you aren't. Just let me know. Fish Tube, you had 150 already tonight. 162! Boom, baby! That is... Yeah, we're smashing our records today. That's awesome. That is awesome. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Kids Aquatics, no, 127 was the previous record, and now we're at 163. This is fun. I like this. 
It's a lively stream tonight. This is great. Monica Lynn, Dance Fish and Michael Wilson. Okay. I gave them small frozen bloodworms um, from Hikari, I imagine, is what you meant to type. And my white clouds are beautiful, fully colored, flare their dorsal fins. And I think the bloodworms a few times a week help. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, bloodworms every now and then are a great supplement for almost every fish. But thanks. I'm glad you like yours. They are, they, they are, I think they're getting their due. They used to be super popular. And then everyone was like, oh, those are so common and stuff. And they were still like popular in pet stores, but everyone was kind of like, you know, too good for the white clouds. But then over the last few years, people have been like, man, these are awesome. I don't care if they're like 10 cents a piece and in every pet store. They're amazing. So, yeah. Gary's Aquatics, I just shared to Facebook. Thank you. Fist bump. Mega Mindy Lou, is there an analytics from YouTube that will tell him how many in the chat? Um, oh, sorry. That wasn't for me. Lumpy Dog, check out the likes total. 118. Hey, that's amazing. This stream's on fire. Thanks, everybody. You're making my night. Like, thank you. It, I have to admit, it was, earlier today, when I got the news about the archer fish, um, it was a little tough. So this is picking me right back up. 108, 120 likes and 167 watching. How you like them apples? I like them. Thanks, Lumpy Dog, for making me look. <clears throat> Killers Aquatics, I've told you several times, 127 was the previous record. Oh, sorry. I must have been way up top in the chat. <laughs> sorry, Bob. <laughs> That's got to be annoying. Hey, Bob, how many did we have? He posts it. I don't see it. Hey, Bob, how many... He posts it. I don't see it. Hey, Bob, what was the previous record? He posts it. I don't see it. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> That's my fault for being so behind in the chat. Marie I plan on ordering more. They are great. So outgoing. I'll keep an eye on the ones I have, though. Cool. Yep. Awesome. I'm glad you like them. Oh, it did the jump thing. This is, this is the part of the... A live stream experience that I I just wish YouTube would fix is that jump. Because when it does it, it's like sometimes it takes me a good half a minute to find where the heck we were. Oh, no, this time. Okay, this time it's not even letting me scroll up. It's like forcing me down the chat. How's, it's like you're too far behind. Go. And then it's not letting me scroll back up all the way to the top. So if I miss any comments or super chats or anything, um, the first highlighted comment I see right now is from Chewy LTD. It says, Dance Fish, the bluefin genes are closely related in guppies. It is also seen in Asian bred guppy strains. Talk about this factor showing up in breeding idea to control that strain. Okay, I'll get to that in just a second, Chewy. That's, the, that's as far up as I can scroll. So if I missed your comment or super chat or anything, um, it means it was above it and I simply can't get to it. And I'm sorry. Although I see one over here. Oh, nope. Sorry. That's a whole different thing. Um, so, yeah. So here's the thing about guppies is the blue strains, like the blue turquoise strain that I have right now, 1999 at dancefish.com. Um, the reason I like that strain so much is because there's like no red in it. Again, out of like 200 fish, there's one that has this tiny little red on the caudal fin. And that's hard to get because red is a dominant gene. And my understanding is, is it's, 
I think it might be a simple dominant. I'm not quite sure. But here's how, you know what, Michael, I'm going to dedicate another stream to this. Instead of going in deep right now, um, we're going to be doing the giveaway drawing in two minutes. So instead of going deep right now, um, it's going to take me a little while because I'm going to prepare a whole like PowerPoint presentation and everything. But a lot of people have been asking me, how do you work a strain? Um, so I'm going to go over my method of doing that in a stream in the not too distant future. And the plan is to use the Santa Maria Endlers line that I developed as a case study, um, make a PowerPoint to make it all clear and concise, give that presentation. And then the giveaway for that week will be, you know, a couple pairs of Santa Maria Endlers or something. Um, so I'm going to not dig in because I'm going to dig in, in in just a little while about how to control a strain and improve a strain and all that. Um, so forgive me for skipping it at this moment. Okay, it's 829. So I'll do one more here and then we'll draw the winner. 169 watching. Woo-wee. That is nice. 136 likes. If we hit 170, I'm going to like, my hair will fall out. Oh, wait, that happened. <laughs> Ginger Graves, I'll email you long saga. Okay. Goldfish are hanging on, but look bad. Lost two tanks of fish. Still not sure it's ammonia poisoning. Other option is columnaris that came in on fish from LFS. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Ginger, I'm sorry to hear that things aren't cleared up. Please do email me um, if I can be of any help. Um, I, I'm happy to help. Okay. It is time to draw the winner. And I'm not sure how we'll proceed in the future. Again, this is so new, this giveaway, that... Um, yeah, I'm not sure if we'll always draw at 8.30 or if we'll, I'm, I'm just, I don't know the best way. There's pros and cons to everything, right? So if you draw at a certain time, some people are like, great, because I have to go pick my kid up from soccer and that'll allow me to get back. And then other people are like, no, man, I've been here the whole stream. Like, why does someone get to go and then come back? And I get both viewpoints. So I'm not sure what the best way to do it. I think that whatever way we do it, it won't be fair, right? There'll be someone disappointed. Um, but I think for a little while, we'll try drawing probably at 830 in general. I'm not promising that, but that's that's the idea right now. And then once we see how that goes, maybe we'll change things up a little bit and then see which one we like best or see, you know, things like that. So there's going to be a little A-B testing going on just to figure out how this works in perpetuity, but I like it. It seems like you guys like it. Um, so I think they'll continue the weekly drawing. I have some cool ideas for some future fish. So here we go. Let's draw the winner. Um, before I do skippers aquariums, would you, I'm going to scroll down to the bottom of the chat so I can see your response. Skippers aquariums. Would you verify for me that this is pretty much on target? I see 128 eligible, um, Folks, <laughs> I want everyone to be eligible. So what's this mean? Yeah, it looks like 162 were eligible. Does that seem about right? Skippers of course, we have 103. Well, how did that happen? <laughs> I see 162. Enable the mods. Okay. 
Does that mean they're enabled, HC? Like, do I need to enable all these? Okay, I see. Got it. So now the mods can win, regular supporters, users. So everyone can win if they put in this keyword, I think is what this says. Hang on, folks. I'm just trying to make sure. Okay, HC, does that look right? Yep. Okay. 166 eligible. I wonder, Skipper's Aquariums, if um, if maybe if folks put in a the hashtag twice, if they got entered twice or something. Um, Skipper's Aquariums, are you are you comfortable with me drawing as we have set? It says 166 eligible. Here's all the eligible folks. I'm comfortable with that if you are. But I want to let Skipper's Aquariums, not Aquatics, Skipper's Aquariums chime in because he's been working so hard uh, to help with this. I don't want to just go over his head. So just a sec. I'm just waiting for that response. If he's good with it, I'll draw. If not, we'll do it the good old-fashioned way. All right, by the way, um, I'm good. Okay, I'm going to do it right now. So here we go. Let's see who the winner is. Um, three pairs of pretty nice turquoise guppies and a couple, of, a, a whole bunch of java moss, a couple of big clumps of java moss. Oh, here we go. We need like a drum. Ah, oh, man, I need a drummer. Here we go. And the winner is Dan Slater. All right, Dan. You win. Couldn't have happened to a nicer person. Congratulations, Dan. Nightbot says, Dan Slater has won the giveaway. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm I'm so glad to see that. Um, Dan's been active in the stream for a long time, so that's, that's the reason I'm stoked about that. So uh, you do have to be present to win. So Dan... Chime in, let us know that you saw that and that you're here and you will be sent the fish. If, if in a minute or so we don't hear from you, then, um, then we'll redraw. <laughs> so if you're a friend of Dan Slater's and he's not here, let him know real quick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw him in the stream, but I don't know if he's here right now. Sorry, folks, for the silence, but I'm just watching here. He's not in the chat. All right, we're going to do the next one. Sorry, Dan. I was excited. Okay, he's not in the chat, so we're going to draw again. Yep, I think that was plenty of time. So here we go. <laughs> Okay, here's the next person. You have to be present to win, folks. Thirsty Rabbit, thanks to you. Hey, Thirsty Rabbit, good to see that you got something. I've seen you in the chat lots of times, so. Let's see if you're here. Thirsty Rabbit, thanks to you, has won the giveaway. This is Nightbot. All right. It's, it's so funny when <laughs> Buck, Buckaloo for you. Time's up now. We'll give we'll give uh, Thirsty Rabbit a minute. 
Tufu, hey, good to see you, Tufu. Your fish didn't arrive yet, did they? All right. He's not in the chat now. All right. Next one. Okay. <laughs> oh, Thirsty's in Australia? Oh, um, yeah. If you read the fine print in the description, you do have to be in the United States. I'll, I'll ship to Alaska and Hawaii in the continental United States. Once it gets dead of winter, I'll rethink Alaska. But as long as if you're in Hawaii, as long as you get me the permit by like, you know, Friday, you can email me that. Um, then I'll then I'll ship to you on Monday. So I'm happy to do that. Okay. Let's try another one. I guess we should hold the um, congrats until they actually claim it. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Thirsty Rabbit and Dan, but uh, got to be here. Here we go. Next one. 44 Mad Guy 1. All right. That's awesome because 44 Mad Guy 1 is here all the time and has been for quite a while. Let's see if 44 Mad Guy 1 is actually here. <laughs> 44 is here. All right, 44. Um, so 44 Mad Guy 1, send me an email, Dan at Dan's Fish by noon tomorrow saying, hey, here's my name. Here's my address. And I accept these fish and I will um, send them to you. There you are. All right. All right. So please do me a favor. And even though I, I already probably have your mailing address, when you email me, please just include it there so I don't have to go search for it and find it. Awesome. 44 Mad Guy won. That's great. I'm glad you won something. You've been here supporting us for quite a while. So that's wonderful. All right. So 171 watching now. Woo, that is, and down to 169. See, we knew that would happen as soon as the drawing was done. Um, I'm going to go back up and get to the stuff I missed. I am going to go kind of speedy though. Um, my goal is to start finding a way to end this at around 8.30 just because uh, that way my mods aren't over. Uh, 172 was our high. 173, we got to 173 viewers. That's great. And 144 likes. Hey, thanks so much, everyone that came and helped that happen. Thanks to my mods for helping that. Um, oh, you know what? Chat moves so much that I can't. That's funny. In live chat... The highest I can scroll up is the HC Aquas comment of make sure you include your mods and the options given how great they are, they deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for noting that. I didn't, I'm still not really clear on how to use the Nightbot. So, yeah. All right. Skippers Aquariums, thanks so much for helping manage all that. Entries are closed. Yes, good, good. We have 103. I think since I can't scroll up all the way. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Mega Mindy Lou has slow internet. Um, we're going to wrap this up because I can't scroll up to see the questions I missed. Um, Jay Adams, what do the guppies look like? Jay, earlier in the stream tonight, I uh, showed a video of the actual guppies that I took a little earlier today. So um, check them out. Also, if you go to getgills.com or dancefish.com and check out the turquoise guppies, you'll see pictures and a video of the same strain. Different batch, but they look exactly the same. Um, oh, sheesh. Thank you. Thank you, Candy. I was screen sharing. Jeez. 
<laughs> That's how these things work, Dan. Someone doesn't win and they run away. 178 was the new record. Holy cow. We can that's like 200 is in sight. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you Bob for keeping note of that. Um all right. Cool. Well, everyone who's uh chats um or questions or comments I miss. I'm so sorry, but chat literally pushes me down and doesn't allow me to scroll up. Um at least on the pop-out chat. I wonder if it's different. Let's see here. Hang on, I'm just I just want to see something. I can scroll up a little higher over here, but then I have to like it doesn't really work. Um, okay. Anyway, we're gonna close it out. Sorry if I missed your stuff. It's just it's. The chat function on YouTube is not perfect. Let's put it that way. And I'm technically challenged to a point. So it could be me that's just screwing it up. But sorry, all y'all. If I missed a super chat, then I feel super bad. Um, I don't think I did. I see one here for $4.99, but it's not telling me who. Give me half a sec just so I can say thanks. If I miss that, it's not showing me who it was. I have no way of seeing it. So if I didn't already say thank you, thank you. And unfortunately, I can't say your name because it doesn't. I see the tiny little blue thing, but it won't let me scroll up to see it. Um, I want to thank my mods. You guys are working so hard and I so appreciate you. Um, yeah, just thanks. Just thanks. If there's something, if there's a fish I have that you want, just send me an email mods. Let me know. Um, y'all deserve a little something. And then everyone that super chatted, thank you. Everyone that kind of made this lively and fun. This was a blast tonight. Um, thanks for chatting. Thanks for the questions. Thanks for the comments. Without you, it's, it's harder. Like I, I remember when I first started and we'd have like eight, 12, 15 people in the chat. <laughs> it's so much nicer when, uh, there's people helping the conversation flow. Um, Jay Adams. Well, I hope you don't forget us poor little people when you get big, Dan. I don't. I Okay. First of all, I do plan on getting big. I'm putting a lot of work into this. I mean, it's this is a business for me, right? This is how I get customers in my dancefish.com store. So the bigger I get, the better for, for just the ability to make a living. But um, I don't, I hope I don't forget anyone. The goal is always going to be to find ways as we grow to keep in touch with people. Um, I'm watching Corey closely to see how he manages that. And I'll probably be copycatting some of his stuff, but we'll be doing some things differently too. But anyway, thanks everybody. Um, you lurkers, I appreciate you too. I do want to, I forgot to shout out Thuwan who sent me this amazing shirt. Um, wait, everything's backwards. There it is. It's a Google t-shirt. Um, Thuwan sent me, he's a member of Baca. Bay Area Killifish Association and sent me this. I got it today as a thank you for sending them some fish. So thanks. My tech geek is loving it. All right. That's it. Thank you all. I will see you next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time and we'll be right back at it. We'll have something else cool to give away. Not sure quite what yet. And fingers crossed that this incoming order goes well and that Max's fish get to him tomorrow. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Bye-bye.